0: And don't perform your duties, give them up. So many different things he suggested. But Lord Chaitanya accepted, he rejected so many different things. But he accepted that you just go on in your life in Krishna consciousness. That Giving up endeavors with your own mind to understand what is the Supreme Truth or what is anything. Give it up, become humble and spend your life hearing about me, Krishna says, from devotees. Go on. jivanti. spend your life like this. Go on in your whole life, hearing, hearing, hearing. Whatever position you're in, maybe household, maybe may maybe this, that, whatever, remain in that position. But go on hearing about Krishna regularly. Go on and dedicate your life in His service. Then Krishna, who is unconquerable, no one can conquer Krishna. Why are the demigods are appealing to the Lord? Because they are not Ajit. They are Jit. they time to time they're defeated by the demigods. So the Lord comes himself. He is Ajit. Especially you'll find when the Lord has come on behalf of the demigods, you'll find he's addressed as Ajit. He's undefeatable. But he becomes defeated by the love of a devotee who goes on serving him throughout his life. Going on, on, on. Whatever happens, whatever the mind may say, whatever may happen to the body, he's whatever happens, I'm not going to give up Krishna. I'm going to hold on. If someone who has such an attitude, I'm going to stay in Krishna consciousness. Then suddenly Krishna becomes very pleased with him and ultimately reveals himself to him. He is called Sanata. Whereas everyone else in this material world is called Anath. Sanata means he's got his master, Anath. Common word means often. No master, no lord. So anata, even in the material world, that's considered a very bad position. No father, no mother, no one to look after you, no one to care for you. Prabhupada gave the example of just like a dog on the street, street dog. Street dog, no one cares for them. Just phew, throw stones at them. Just a nuisance. And so they tolerate tolerated. Just a nuisance, go away. But dog who's got a master, then he feels very happy. You'll see the young puppy dog, they'll come around someone and try and wag their tail and and try and say, here I am, you make me your master. Because a dog, he wants a master, because then the master will feed him. It's the main thing. Solves his belly problem. The master will give him a place to stay and then he feels. Hmm. There's a definite difference in mentality between a dog who has a master and one who doesn't. Even you'll see a dog who's got a rich master, prestigious, he knows also. And he becomes, just like his master is puffed up, the dog also becomes more puffed up. And when people come, he barks more because he knows. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm more important. I may be a dog and you may be a human, but I'm the dog of big person and you're only a small person so a dog he needs a master so in the same way, everyone needs a master we are trying to be unear we are trying to independently assert our position in this material world but just like a dog without a master, he cannot be happy it's not possible we are always uh, simply be disturbed just like the dog without a master is always disturbed. So, someone who's not surrendered to Krishna, then he's always disturbed by the waves of material nature. His mind disturbs him. Birth and death disturbs him. So many difficulties he has to undergo. But someone who comes to the shelter of Krishna's lotus feet, then he's protected. He knows. That's why sannyasi is supposed to be able to go anywhere in the world, in any situation. Because he knows... That Krishna is always with him, always protecting him. That's someone is supposed to take sannyas when he has such a faith that I don't I'm not depending upon any person or anything in this world, only Krishna. Krishna will look after me under any circumstances. That is one of the meanings of sannyas. That he's under the shelter, under the shelter of Krishna. This uh sanata this word this is used in one verse by Yamuna Acharya great devotee he is praying Mm. bhavantam evanucharam nirantara kadaham aykantika nittakinkara Mm. no prashant Mm. bhavantam evanucharam nirantara prashantam ishesham anoratantara kadaham aykantika nittakinkara prahashisham sanata jivitam again word sanata jivitam I'll pass my life considering you as my master and I will be the, the servant. Passing the, the life in such a conscious. He's praying like this. Bhavantam, kadaham, when will I be your? When will I be situated in that position? Kadaham. Ivanucharam nirantara. Anuchar means follower or servant. The, in Vaikuntha, the devotees they call him. Anucaram means means the one who follows after, servant. So eva-anucaram, eva means certainly, so when will I be, Yamuna Acharya is praying, when will I accept it as a real devotee, certified devotee, not that he's thinking, well, I'll get honor and prestige from others, not from that point of view. But when he'll actually, he's thinking, when will I actually be fixed in the devotional service of the Lord, Devotee, just like you see in Prabhupada's books, sometimes the word devotee is used differently. It's written a devotee is always thinking of Krishna. And then sometimes Prabhupada writes, some devotees they complain to me, Why are we getting sick? So here the word devotee, devotee is always thinking of Krishna. That means pure devotee. A devotee who's sometimes complaining, Why am I getting sick? means near fine devotee. But real devotee means one who's always thinking of Krishna, who's fixed up in that devotional service, who's developed all the qualities of pure devotion, he's pure devotee. And other devotees, we say, yeah, yeah, he's a devotee, but, uh, you know, sometimes he smokes a cigarette, can't help himself. But so he's also a devotee. All right, he's a devotee. But then when we say devotee, prahalad, so many devotees are there, but, uh, Swayambhu, Narada, Shangul, Kumara, Kapilamu. So many great devotees. We're discussing here in the Bhagavata the histories of great devotees. We're not discussing Bhakta so and so, who's a devotee. He likes to chant Hare Krishna, but he can't stop smoking. Can't means he's a weak devotee. So he's also a devotee. But he's really a devotee, fixed up, fixed in his Krishna consciousness. So Yamuna is praying. When will I be fixed, actually situated? Nirantara, every moment devoting, always, always engaged in criticism, at every moment, and throughout the life. Prasanthi nishesha then what will happen? This nishesha manoratantara, mana antara, means the mind is always flickering and changing. This way, that way, oh, today I feel very enthusiastic for devotion. Sir. today, snoring. And then next day, oh, very enthusiastic, next day, mmm. This is due to the flickerings of the mind, manoratam, our Krishna consciousness is not situated heart to heart with Krishna, but on the mental platform, so that can change. And nishesha manoratam means the mind is flicker and changing at every second. But by serving Krishna as fixed up nirantara, continuous service, then there's no question of the flickering of the mind, then prashanta. Then we become very peaceful in our mind. That No more, shall I, shantai, shall I surrender to Krishna? Yes, no, maybe, maybe after some time. When When you're old, then you should surrender to Krishna. And so many different ideas are there. It's someone who makes the decision, all right, enough of this nonsense, material world, the flickerings of the mind. Let me surrender to Krishna now. Then immediately, prashanta, the mind becomes completely peaceful. Prashanta, not just shanti, the kind of shanti materialist gets by going to sleep, but real, real peace of mind means no more and no more material anxiety. It's not concerned. Kadaham aikantika nitya Again, nitya Again, stressing the word. Eternal servant. Ramunacharya is praying to be fixed as the eternal servant of Krishna. Very much desire. Aikantik. In Bengali, the word aikantik is translated as sincere. It means only one desire. The devotees, they only have one desire. That is how to serve Krishna. Whereas the materialist has unlimited desires, how not to serve Krishna. Hoya Mayardas, Nana of who becomes servant of Maya, he has unlimited, nonsense, unlimited desires and every single one of them is completely nonsense. Everything, everything materialist desires is all nonsense. The one thing the devotee desires, how to serve Krishna, and that's sense, and everything else outside of that is nonsense, doesn't make any sense. You may think, well, it's a a good idea. I should get more money and build a house and live happily ever after. You see this? They have in children's. It's in children's stories books. So and so, the prince, he fought the dragon, he killed the princess, they got married, and they lived happily ever after. Happily ever after. Who lived? Who ever lived happily ever after in this material world? No one lives happily, and there's no ever after because they all die. So this. idea of being happy in the material world is the very cause of our distress, but someone who surrenders to Krishna, then he knows, what is this material it's all nonsense anyway, so let me fix my desires on serving Krishna only. Then, completely peaceful, fixed up, no, no bahushaka hi anantas sa yavni fixed up, his desires are fixed up in serving Krishna. Kadahamai Kandika Nitya shi you'll be very happy. Devotee of Krishna, symptom, what is the symptom? He must be happy. If someone is miserable, then where, what is the devotional service? Brahma Bhuta, Prasanna Atma, even someone who is, not to speak of devotee of Krishna, but even anyone who's just uh, detached from this material world, in Brahma Bhuta, he also becomes very happy. And one who becomes... Fixed up in the service of Krishna then he is anandam Pratipadam He is diving and servicing in the ever-expanding Rasamrita sindhu the ocean of nectar of service to Krishna and tasting nectar at every step. The demigods they have one facility drinking this somaras in Dwarka. Did you see that? They have some Mortars, which they say is for extracting somalas, but no one could tell me anything more about it. I don't know what's supposed to be left open, dwarpa yoga, or what huge things. No one could pick it up. So there, that's their one facility. They drink somalas, which is not exactly like wine, but something like that. And uh, they have some kind of—it's high-class intoxication, whatever that means. Anyway, the, those who are devotees of Krishna, even on this planet. They can taste something better, better than wine, better than somaras, better than anything imaginable. The nectar of service to Krishna's lotus feet. And that nectar is so nice that even Krishna himself, sometimes baby Krishna, he puts his toe in his mouth. You know, babies, sometimes they like to put the toe in their mouth. Krishna, when he's a baby, he also does that because he thinks all the devotees are very anxious. To get the dust from my lotus feet. It must be pretty good. Let's check it out." So he's also tasting, pretty nice. And then sometimes he takes the form of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to taste that nectar of his own devotion. So devotees, they are fortunate. The fortunate devotees can expect to see Krishna face to face. Devotees, they see Krishna face to face and they become... Overwhelmed. So many times we hear, just like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was discussing Ramananda Rai. And Ramananda Rai was discussing more and more and more elevated stages of Krishna consciousness and the love of Radha Rani for Krishna. And he said, Well, actually, I'm talking about Radha and Krishna, but I can see. That you are the same person standing in front of me. You. you are Radha and Krishna. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu showed him, yes, that Rasaraja Mahabhava, Krishna, the king of all loving dealings, and Radha Rani, the embodiment of the highest ecstasy of devotional service, love for Krishna. Chaitanya is Radha, Krishna combined, and he showed that form to Ramananda Rani. So, what could he do? He fell down on the spot, fainting. So, this is the fortune. Fortunate devotee. Good fortune. Good luck. Good luck. Someone thinks, what is good luck? I won so much money in the lottery. Last year, I was in England, I read. Someone won a million pounds in the lottery. That's, what's uh, that In rupees, fifty, Fifty million rupees, that means, true. it's only five crores, it's only five crores. Okay. So it's five, five or six crores of rupees, so even in England that's a lot of money. So he's he Pakistani, so then he won the money, the joint family. But then he said, hey, hey, wait a minute, I'm not sharing the money with you, I'm keeping it all myself. So then his family was so upset because all the l- joint family means everything they share. And when he won the money, aha, see you later, a lot later. So they were very upset. So the, by winning the money, then the, the happiness of, the illusory happiness of family life was destroyed. It was the cause of suffering. Then again I read, just to the, someone gave the, the ticket, the lottery ticket to his girlfriend, and it was a winning ticket, he won a lot of money, and the girlfriend said, horrible. <laughs> I've got to keep this. So the money... She didn't say hi, got. she said something, something else. So uh, she was thinking that, why should I share with him? I'll enjoy it. There was... My boyfriend was just some miserable worker in the factory. Now I've got a lot of money, I don't need him anymore. I'll go find some other boyfriends. So the money, people are thinking, good luck gets means to get a lot of money, but Money not used in the service of Krishna simply becomes a cause of distress. So real good fortune here, fortunate devotees can expect to see Krishna face to face. So the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he comes in this world time to time and shows himself. But to a pure devotee, he cannot hide himself, He's always showing himself. A pure devotee sees Krishna everywhere. Mm, That is, what is that verse in Gita? What is it? For one who is, Krishna says, for one who is always thinking of me, and I'm always with him. I'm never lost to him, he's never lost to me. So the Supreme Personality of God, it appears in this world time to time. But he's always in the heart of a pure devotee. Hmm, that Narotam does things. Hmm. Hmm. <coughs> Tomara Hridayeshada Govinda Vishnu. <viśram> Krishna is always in the heart of the future. Sadhavo Hridayam Vahim, Sadhinam Hridayam Tomham, At Anyate Najananti, Naham <nahanthe> Tevyamanam. This, uh, when Durvasamuni went to visit Lord Vishnu with some plea Look, I'm in lo- I'm a big yogi, but I must admit, I'm in a lot of trouble. What trouble? Uh, Well, actually, it's your Sudarshan Chakra is trying to kill me, so could you tell him to go away, leave me alone? He said, well, it's not my fault. I already vowed to Ambarish Maharaj, I would protect him with my Sudarshan Chakra, so you offended him. You offended him means you've offended me in the heart, because the saints, the devotees, they're in my heart, and I'm always in their heart. I don't know anything but them. They don't know anything but me. So he was telling Dharvasamuni, you're a big yogi, you're a big muni, you're famous, you're powerful, but I don't care much for you, but my devotees, I'm Burisma Aranj, Krihasta, politician, kshatriya, not a brahmin, not a big yogi, but he is very dear to me. You're not very dear to me. Who is the devotee? He's very dear to Krishna. So who is a fortunate devotee? He can expect to see Krishna face to face, And devotee goes on with his life like this. That sometime I will see Krishna. Sometime I'm not qualified. I'm most unqualified. But let me go on with my devotional life. Sometime I may be able to see Krishna. Just like Mukunda. Friend of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Mukunda Datta. So he is a friend of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Usually if you see who's a friend, he may take it very easily or lightly. So Mukunda knows that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is... Now he's devoting, he's preaching devotional service. But anyway, he thought there are some people giving some lectures, some Mayavad lectures, and it's, it's interesting to listen to. Sometimes our devotees also, they like to listen to all these hodgepodge swamis and gurus. But Oh, it's nice. It's entertaining. It sounds good. So Mukunda was like that. He was going to visit all these hodgepodge people. So Chaitanya Mahabrabhu in the house of Sri he was showing his, for the first time he revealed to the devotees that actually I am Krishna. And he was calling all the devotees and telling them things which even in their heart they, had, they, they knew, they hadn't revealed to anyone, just like he called Shivas that do you remember one time that the Muslims were chasing you to kill you? And then a boatman came out of nowhere. He was on the side of the river. He had nowhere to run. There was no sign of any boat, nothing. And all of a sudden, from nowhere, a boatman came and took him across. Do you remember that? Because Shiva said, not tell anyone. Shiva says, I remember. That was me, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So like this, in so many ways, he was showing himself to all the devotees. Varari Gupta came and said, actually, you're a great devotee of Lord Ram. Do you know? I am Lord Ram. He showed you are Hanuman, I am Ram. So he's calling all the devotees one by one and Mukunda was waiting at the door and he went through all the devotees and still Mukunda was standing outside. He said, to, uh, uh, Lord Chaitanya, I, maybe you forgot Mukunda. He said, I didn't forget him. He can stay outside the door. I'll, I'm not going to call him that rascal. What, what happened? Because he's his friend from the very childhood that used to go to school and play and so many things. So he said, no, no, I'm not calling Mukunda. I don't want to see him. Don't bring him in. What happened? He's your friend all your life, he's your devotee, everything. He's, uh, he used to sing very nicely verses from Srimad Bhagavatam. So what? No, no, he's mixing with the Mayavadis. I don't want to see anyone who mixes with Mayabhadis. He's rejected. So then uh, Makunda was very upset. And he, I uh, said, well, ask Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that uh, when can I come back? You know, is this like one day or two days or three days or a week or... How long am I going to be deprived of Lord Chaitanya's association? And how can I, all my life I've been living with Lord Chaitanya, and how can I be separated? So Chaitanya Mahabu said, Tell Mukunda he can see me after 10 million births. So I, Mukunda, and then he thought, and he started dancing in ecstasy. So the, the, the devotees came back, told that, Chaitanya Mahabu Mukunda told, was told that, you could only see after 10 million births and he was dancing in ecstasy. So Chaitanya Prabhu said, why is he dancing in ecstasy? He should be upset. Go and ask him. So he said, well, I'm all rejected, but at least after 10 million births, I can again get the chance to see Lord Chaitanya. Therefore, I'm dancing in ecstasy. So when Lord Chaitanya, said, okay, call him now, but don't see the Mayabhadis anymore. So like this, he had so much hope that even after 10 million births, I'm such an offender. I can again see Chaitanya He was very happy. Go on. All right. Sometime, sometime I will see Krishna. So also.